It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. we need to be more involved in the educational process of our children. Welcome to Chalk Talk with your host, Eric Hamilton. The three pillars of Eric's approach to parent engagement are academics, accountability, and advocacy, which empower parents to better support success at the child, school, and system level. And now, here is Eric Hamilton. Hello and welcome to Chalk Talk. My name is Eric Hamilton and I'm going to be your host. For the next 13 weeks, this show will attempt to redefine exactly what parent engagement is. And after the 13 weeks, you will see that parent engagement is one of the biggest issues that's facing many parents today. This innovative approach of using Internet radio will guide parents, it will educate parents, and it will inspire parents to help motivate and promote the academic success for their children. After all, what's more important than your child? So I would ask you to take a listen, and here's what my responsibilities as a host for for today's show. My task will be to engage my listening audience with thought-provoking conversation to provide practical advice for parents. And last but not least, this show is designed for one goal, and it is to empower parents. It is to move parents from being a, from being a participatory to a position of empowerment. Why is parent parent engagement so important? This show is going to give us some clear, clear details as to why that's so important. Before I move forward with talking about what my pillars are and what I believe is so important, I want to talk a little bit about myself and what gives me the ability to move to advocate for why parent engagement is so important. First of all, I'm an educator of approximately 10 years. I've taught on the middle school level as well as the high school level. I've worked in urban schools. I've worked in suburban schools. I've worked in school districts that are extremely uh, wealthy, and I've worked in some very impoverished school districts. I've worked with charter schools. I've also worked with traditional schools. I've worked in Uh, the Washington, D.C. area, as well as the Atlanta, Georgia area. I'm also a parent as well of a nine-year-old daughter who's in the fourth grade. So there is a vested interest in why we as parents should take an active approach. And what I found in my research is, and parents, I ask that you provide feedback as well, and I will direct you to my website as to where you can learn more about myself, I struggle to find where can parents be educated? Where can parents learn about how to best support their children? 
Where is that happening? If you're in a school where you are effectively engaged, then you consider yourself very fortunate. You will find that a lot of places, parents are often overlooked, they're often minimized, and they're often put on a background. And this show is designed to move parents from a passive approach to an active approach. So talking about myself, as an educator, I have great insight as to why things are the way that they are. I'm going to provide you with some thought-provoking data tonight uh, from one of the latest um, educational researches uh, uh, that was done over the last two years. And I also want to talk about what is parent engagement. Uh, this show is designed to talk about what parent engagement is, and I want to go through some examples of that. In many school systems, oftentimes parents are simply asked to show up to participate in a fundraising event, and they're often not actually engaged. And this show will be designed in order to improve and to shape the argument so that parents can go from a position of not knowing what to ask, not knowing how to participate in various conversations, to being more empowered. And this is what the show is specifically designed to get you as the parent to go be empowered. What is parent engagement? There are traditional notions of volunteering and fundraising. I have been asked from my daughter's school to participate in various fundraisers, but I don't hear any engagement around academic success. And oftentimes I hear parents, what can I do to help my child? What are some of the things that we can do to actually help facilitate academic learning? Oftentimes this conversation is not being participated, not being had, not being heard inside of the schools. This show over the next 13 weeks, I will give you some practical advice. I will give you some guest speakers. I will give you an, a different approach on how you can truly be empowered in your child's life. My career has led me to this point. Given the vast background that I've had and the places that I have, have worked in, it has given me a different perspective. And this show tonight, we will talk about exactly what parent engagement is. Now, what I would also like to talk about is more on the area of uh, why it's important for you to participate. In many of our schools, you will see that the two biggest examples of parent engagement are volunteers. Recently, I volunteered at my child's school where I helped out. I participated in a very creative approach by her teacher, and I thought it was a very, very interesting approach. I've also been asked to participate in fundraising. You will see that at the middle school level, at the elementary school level, and even at the high school level, you will see that that two biggest forms of parent engagement. Those are the two biggest tasks that you will see. I am advocating that if we're going to look at that, if we're going to look at all of the information that we're being told about what's going on, why education is not working, then we need to redirect redirect parents. We need to educate parents to say you can have an active role in getting your child up to uh, a proficient reading level. You do have 
ability to help with the social development of your child. And working together as a partner, and I partnership is the way to go, you will see that this is how we can actually help parents. We can actually move parents to a position of empowerment. Part of this show tonight will talk about uh, the different uh, resources that are out. The Internet has a wealth of material. It has a wealth, a vast, not places. My responsibility as a host is to point you to specifically to areas that you can go to as a parent to find out how to help. And the last is the what I would call the technical jargon. Because educators use so many different varying types of languages from IEPs to Common Core to tests, parents are often very intimidated. Parents are often left out in the conversation. They don't uh, have that knowledge of what to do and how to ask and how to conversate. If you have a school where effective parent engagement is going on, you will have someone that's actually doing that. Tonight will we'll take us to some specific instances where why it's important. Well, you're going to look at a major, a major study that was done in 2010. It was put out by Time Magazine. Uh, as a social studies teacher and as a political science major, which is what I participated in school, uh, I love that and I love to connect the dots. Uh, the September 20 of 2010 Time magazine, what makes a great school? There's a wonderful study that was taking place and I urge parents to take a look at that particular article. And you will see that back then, it's only been two years ago, a call for public schools, some type of action. And what I will do is I will talk about exactly what was said in that report. I will also show you that as an educator, I have the ability to take a look at the data and to break the data down. At the end of my 13 weeks as a host on this show, it is my desire for parents to also, they'll be able to take a look at what's going on when they hear these things. Okay. Um, it says, out of 1,000 U.S. citizens, 67% said that schools are in crisis. 90% who participated in this survey said that they think schools can possibly make a change. The next question was, what will improve student performance? Again, this show is centered around empowering parents to move towards academic success. This is our number one topic. This is what a variety of shows will center around. Well, out of all the different categories, and the categories vary, I will, will read you some of them where they talk about uh, what are some of the different things? Some people said we need to improve teachers. Some people said we need to improve technology. The largest percentage was 52% of those who participated in this survey said we need more parent involvement. One of the largest studies in public education, 
Overwhelmingly, people said we need more parent engagement. The problem with that, what is that? Who's defining what parent engagement is? Does it simply mean we show up for brownie sales? Does it mean that we do chaperone events? What does that mean? This show is advocating on how we can address the concerns of what a majority of Americans said is what's wrong with public education. And they believe that parents need to take an action. And my is centered around how to address this 52%. What are some ideas that we can go for and move forward? Last, very important for us to understand that if we're going to make changes in our school system, it starts individually. It starts with our own child. It starts with our own school. And then it begins to move to a bigger level. The way we start is to actually educate parents first. As we educate parents, then we move forward. When we come back, we will talk about more data, particular show. We will talk about more data that has been generated from this Time magazine report. And I will show you how you can become empowered how you can become empowered as a parent. So please hold on and we will be back shortly. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. If you are having difficulty balancing everything in your life, be sure to tune in to Change is Personal with Kim Fuller. Each week, we'll help you do your own self-assessment to handling relationships, family, life challenges, health, and personal goals. Kim and her guests share from experiences and offer advice and resources to keep your life on track. Change is Personal with Kim Fuller can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen and start having a fuller life. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. 
please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Eric Hamilton. And on this show tonight, we're talking about parent engagement. Uh, we left our last break. We talked about some data. Uh, the data was suggesting what Americans are thinking about public education. Uh, we said that 52% of Americans believe that uh what America needs are more parent involvement. However, in that particular study, um, the Americans, uh, those who participated, didn't provide any answers. They didn't provide any examples of that. So what I'm advocating is, is how do we get to a position where we can actually start using practices, known practices that are happening around the country, uh, in order to effectively uh, engage parents. Um, my platform, again, as I said, for those who are just joining me, is I'm using Internet radio as the ability to engage parents. Uh, one of the things that I envision is the ability for people to call in from various parts of the country to discuss examples of what's going on in their states so that, so, so that they can communicate uh, effective ideas, trends that they see to the rest of the nation. And I'm hoping that as we progress with this particular format, you will see that there's a lot of room for parent engagement, particularly when it comes down using uh, Internet. Um, what I do, I want to get back to some of the data we talked about. Uh, before I move to the data, I want to revisit an idea that we that we said briefly about this particular study. And as an educator, and one of the things that I will do on this show is uh, I'm working to line up a variety of different types of individuals, some educators, some uh, uh, scholars, some uh, people in different industries. Because as educators, we are aware of what's going on in the reality of, of, of public schools. We, we know. We see it. We are participating in it every day. And this show, again, I can talk about data, I can talk about what people are suggesting, but the purpose of this show is is for someone to listen and say, you know, I know exactly what he's speaking to because I'm struggling with my child. Uh, many of you all may not, in the listening audience may not be aware, but a lot of kids are being labeled, uh, being put in special education programs around this country. They're being put in programs that are not designed for what they're actually going through. And you can see that parents are lost. Parents are clueless as to what to do. The school systems are not providing any, in my opinion, in my opinion, any valuable resources on how to educate parents as to what's going on in the school system. Uh, a lot of times some conversations that's being had uh, within uh, public education uh they oftentimes are not on the nightly news. Uh, we don't talk about 
the three pillars that I'm suggesting is, is that academics is one of the most important concepts in education. Accountability, another critical uh, component to education. And then the last one is advocacy. Uh, parents have to know how to advocate for their child. That is part of parent engagement. Uh, I can take a look at different school systems around the country and I can clearly see that if we had parents advocating for healthy, healthy lunches, if we had parents advocating for positive field trips, uh, our public education system would be in a much, much better situation, a much better, um, uh, state. However, because our parents are not educated, because our parents are not being told to be empowered, it is my opinion, this is why we have the information that we have. This is why America's schools are looked upon, are being uh, downgraded, if you will, by so many people. And this show, again, is designed specifically to help that struggling mom, to help that single mom who's trying to best support their child. This show is designed to help that highly educated parent who is multitasking, who wants the best for their child, but have no concept as to what a teacher-parent conference looks like. Where do you get that information from? Who shows you how to participate in that? This show is also designed for when you get that first report card in uh, a new school and you're struggling to try to find out, hmm, what happened here? Why is my child uh, testing on this particular level? I thought everything was fine. Uh, these are the things that we are missing. These issues are the issues that are missing from the day-to-day, -day, the big conversations that we're having in education. I don't see them. And part of my hope is that we can engage in conversation around these particular topics. So this is why it's so important for us to redefine what parent engagement is. Now, the other thing, let me go back to the study. Uh, another study uh, in that same study, uh, talked about, it says that <clears throat> not making the grade, despite more investments, you U.S. achievement still lags. And it gives some very interesting statistics. It says that in 2009, 69% of eighth graders, 69% of eighth graders score below proficient in reading. 68% of 8th graders score below proficient in math. Now, how can parents help address this problem? And again, if you want to know where I'm getting this particular information from, it is from the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development and the National Center for Education Statistics. So this is data that was put out. You put this data out and you say, wow. We have a major problem when it comes to eighth graders. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This problem didn't start in the eighth grade. This was a problem that's been brewing since the third or fourth grade. As an educator, those who study, who know the K through 12 process, we all know that third and fourth grade are the most critical, the most important years of education. Because so much of the learning process, the formative years, have already been established. So, uh, in my opinion, if we're going to really become serious about engagement and about how to address these disturbing trends, we need to take an active role, parents. 
We need to have an active role, parents. You need to understand this just didn't happen in the eighth grade. This was something that started way, way before that time. Why is that important? So if those parents who are in the second and third grade, you should be aware of what a reading level is. How many parents are aware of where their child should be reading? How many parents are aware of the test that's given by most school systems around the country in order to determine whether their child is on grade level? How many of us are aware of that? If you're not aware of that, you need to become empowered. You need to understand how this process occurs. So I'm amazed when I hear these types of statistics. And it says that uh, 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 68%. Now, why do they always test those particular ones? Part of being engaged, ladies and gentlemen, is to understand that K through 12, reading and math are the two benchmark areas. It will determine just about all types of levels of success in, in public schools, particularly when these eighth graders move on to high school. So if they're in the eighth grade and they're functioning at this particular level, how will they function in high school? How will they survive? But yet parents are being told we've got a rescue for this. We've got all these new educational theories. We've got small schools from the Gates Foundation. We've got uh you name it. There's so much educational jargon that's being thrown. This is why parents don't feel connected. This is why parents are not clear about what their role should be. This is why this show will address that gap. This show will educate parents so that you can go back to your schools and you can have an engaging conversation with your principal, with your teacher. Because right now, every day, a child is not being done, is not provided services for because the parent is failing to act. That's happening in every major school system in this country. This show will take the lead on how you as a parent can listen and learn and be inspired and how you can motivate yourself. Well, you say, well, hey, Eric, I don't have a lot of time for that. Hey, Eric, I don't have that kind of background. I'm not an educator. Well, you know what? You don't have to be an educator. All you have to have is the ability to want to listen and learn and look at what's going on in your school system. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a huge problem. We have a huge, huge problem. This problem can be corrected if we are able to address these types of issues, if we're able to address what's going on. If we're able to look at the data, look at what's going on, we can solve a lot of these uh, issues that we have in public schools today. We can do that. And we can do that by using best practices. Now, parent engagement is not a new concept. It's been around for many years. Uh, you will see various examples, which I will talk about on uh, the next segment of the show as to what it looks like. How did, how did I gravitate towards this? When did it become such a pressing issue for me? We will, uh, we will revisit that. Let me give you one last statistic before we move forward and I want to go back to something else. It says that, <clears throat> here's another one that I wanted to share with the listening audience. Currently, uh, 
we're here on the political front. We hear about uh, issues such as student to teacher ratios. How many parents are aware of what an appropriate student teacher ratio is? How many of us are aware of what is an appropriate amount? Should it be 17 to 1? Should it be 16 to 1? What should be the appropriate amount? Now, just to give you some perspective on that, student teacher ratio in 2007-2008, 22 students, 22 students to one teacher. I'm sorry, in 2007, it was 16 students to one teacher in 2007-2008. In 1970, it was 22 students to one teacher. You may say, why is that important? Well, in a lot of places, now remember, those are just averages. In a lot of places, you have some school districts that have 30 to 40 students in one classroom with one teacher. You may say, well, Eric, why is that important? Well, it's important for you as a parent to understand what type of learning process is going on? It's important for you to have some type of statistical data to know what is appropriate, what is not appropriate. So that when you have those types of conversations with school leaders, because school leaders should be held accountable. When you have those types of conversations, you will clearly have some frame of reference. That's the whole purpose of what Chalk Talk is about. Chalk Talk is about educating you. It's about empowering you. It's about inspiring you to be able to do what you should do as a parent. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. It's time to take an amazing journey, a journey to gold. Join your host, CJ, every week as she introduces you to amazing people who are following their dreams and changing their lives with a new attitude. Hear from the stars who are stepping outside the box. Be sure to listen for the Dream Quest Challenge with Josie Pasentino, where you'll vote on the music of independent artists. Find out how you can be a part of this life-changing experience. Maybe we'll be talking to you on a future show. Journey to Gold is heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How can we Americans realize our dreams to earn a living? How can you pursue your dream and make money as an owner or an employee? Learn how at The American Business Person, the online weekly radio talk show hosted by Rich Killian. Today's business leaders share how to succeed and what fails. If you own a new or established business or ever hope to, you must tune in. Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, and noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Or listen on demand to our archived shows. Listen for Trust Across America every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in as host Jordan Kimmel is joined by national experts in the fields of accounting, finance, organizational behavior, and sustainability, as well as companies that are applying strategies that are enabling them to be recognized as doing the right thing by the American Trust Awards. Your host, Jordan Kimmel, is himself a trusted professional with years of experience in applying strategies and consulting with today's leading firms. Trust Across America. 
America is heard Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Eric Hamilton. Uh, on tonight's show, we're talking about what is parent engagement. Um, I want to move to some specific things that, that I want to share with my listening audience. Uh, for those of you who are just joining in, uh, we've been talking about some data. We've been talking about a major uh, educational study that was done put out by uh, Time Magazine in 2010, talked about where parent engagement is, talked about the need for parent engagement. Um, We looked at some data, uh, talked about uh, the proficient reading levels for uh, eighth graders in math and in reading. Uh, I talked about that those uh, indicators were something that Really, parents should be on the lookout for in third and fourth grade. And we move forward talking about uh, some examples of what parent engagement looks like and, and how it all links together and why uh, this show has some meaning. Let me give you some current examples. Now, I've talked about the data. And again, the, what I'm, the examples I'm going to give you are not meant to be disrespectful for these particular titles. My job is to facilitate uh, conversations around this topic. My job is to get your curiosity as a parent around redefining what this movement has the potential to do. So what I've done is I've given you uh, I'm going to give you in this particular segment some examples. Uh, I talked about them briefly. Uh, Currently in elementary school, and this is where I'm going through with my own child, uh, parents are expected to show up and participate and recreational type activities, they expect to participate in field day, which are fun events. They're expected to participate in chaperoning events. They're expected to participate in various, what I would call, feel-good type activities. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with feel-good activities. However, can we now, after hearing the data that's been put out, And again, I didn't put the data out. This is data that's been done by individuals who said we have a crisis in this country when it comes down to uh, educational achievement. Can we as school leaders, can we as districts, can we simply allow parents at the elementary level to continue doing what they're doing? Or can we demand more of them to address the fundamental uh, deficiencies that we see and 69% of eighth graders, okay? Can we turn a blind eye to that? If we do so, parents, it is your responsibility to come in and to ask the questions. 
not to be overbearing, but to ask the questions is to be knowledgeable. In elementary school, elementary schools are huge. They're on the front line, in, in my opinion. We'll talk about that um, in my in my next show. Uh, middle school and middle schools, the 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 number one type of parent engagement uh, is to are to help out with what I would call real low grade fundraising activities. Yes, with the with the with the changing. Uh, uh, Economic status that we have in this country, school systems are now losing money. They don't have the ability to fund a lot of the extracurricular activities. And I do understand why parents are asked to do that. I'm, I'm very knowledgeable on that. However, I am advocating, uh, Chalk Talk is about advocating how can we get beyond some of the fundraisers. Some of the most popular fundraisers I've seen are car washes. Uh, we, we're helping out with the school band, which is a critical element. Uh, we have, uh, uh, fundraising events where we do a dance. Parents are expected to chaperone. All positive things. All things that are needed in the school systems. However, let's go back to the data. The data says that 68% of eighth graders are not reading where they should be. Can there be opportunities? That's created around how do we get parents involved? How do we educate parents on this particular issue? I'm saying that we can do this. Parents, you have to be educated. You have to know what to demand. You have to be aware that this is a process that's going on in our schools. High schools, area where I came from. Uh, uh, biggest ones are parents are expected to chaperone. Parents are expected to participate in PTA events, particularly fundraising. Parents are expected to host uh, back school night, uh, community-led projects, all wonderful projects. Again, hear me, all wonderful projects. However, if we go back to the data, and if we have 69% of the students that are not on par where they should be, if they progress in high school, where will those students go? How will they survive? I'm advocating and many of the individuals in the field are advocating we have to have different examples of, of power, of empowering parents. We have to have different examples of how we engage parents. We have to do this. All of these are critical and helpful. But if student achievement is a benchmark for success, then we've got to get parents involved on that avenue. Uh, look at what has happened in the last 10 years. We've had no child left behind. Now we have race to the top. Uh, we have all these different things that we're using to try to get uh, to improve um, test scores, data, reading levels. When are we going to reach out to parents? When are we going to give parents the power to become more involved? When's that going to happen? And I'm hoping that in this show we can talk about how do we actually move forward in doing that. Let me give you some other information about the show. So tonight's show is is really an introductory type show. It's a show where uh, I really get to establish uh, why this show is so important and, and, and why things are the way that they are. Um, the format of the show in, in on a normal what I plan on doing is interviewing various thought leaders. Uh, I'm going to have a variety of different people who will come from different perspectives. I've had some doctors. I've had some Ph.D. individuals. I have some parents. I have teachers. Uh, I'm working to get a superintendent. Uh, my job is to bring as many different types of individuals so that you as a parent, you have the ability to ask the tough questions. Um, 
Talkback, where listeners can call in. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an interact- interactive show. Uh, I want to learn from you. You should learn from me. Uh, I want us to be able to use this wonderful medium of Internet radio, the ability to uh, support and advocate for for our children. I want for them the ability to hear what's going on. News you can use. News you can use is an educational where I will provide spotlights on various positive achievement. We are often bombarded by a lot of the negative things that we hear, uh, a lot of the disturbing trends that we see around this, this nation, around education. What I want to do is, is spotlight some of the positive things, things, uh, new educational theories that you can use. Uh, there are all types of different types of engagement tools that you can use to help motivate your child. And on this show, I will provide one of those, uh, a lot of those, actually. Spotlight on education, which highlights uh, highlights uh, uh, different forms of parent engagement. Uh, right now, there is a movement in this country to move us to a power ranking system where states will have the ability to determine which states are very pro-parents, which states are not so pro-parents. And part of this show is to use a platform in order for us to engage in those types of healthy conversations. Uh, last but not least, uh, want to talk about the next series of activities. Uh, on any occasion, this show is also planning to go on the road. It's also having the ability to take this uh, information around the country. I have a couple of schools that I plan on visiting and highlighting and showing individuals these are positive places that parents need to see and recognize. Because the more we're able to know and to expand our knowledge base, the more we're, we can actually truly empower ourselves. Uh, I need to take a short break and we will come back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and we'll discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. 
The path to leadership excellence begins here. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Hello and welcome back to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Eric Hamilton. And tonight we are talking about parent engagement, why it's so important. Um, I want to close tonight with a couple of things that I need to inform everyone on. Uh, you heard, uh, if you want to know more about my particular message, my particular background, anything that you may have questions to, you can find me on www.schoolwise. That is schoolwise, W-H-Y-S dot com. And on that particular site, you will see uh, a little bit more detail in terms of places that I've worked. Uh, you will see some of my blogs that will now start uh, being posted. And you will see, you know, more information about uh, other shows. Um, I came up with the term school-wise because one of the things that I find amazing is, is that in my time in public schools, and I would say it's the same as probably private or charter or anywhere else, I am, and I say this respectfully, I am amazed at how parents, and I understand why they're this way, but I'm amazed as to how much information they are simply not aware of. I'm amazed at how they, for whatever reason, and it's maybe because I'm so close, they have no clue about the functioning capacity of what schools do every day. And unfortunately, in my opinion, because they're so, uh, they're not educated on it. A lot of times, school systems will take advantage of that, and sometimes on purpose, sometimes not on purpose. But I believe that there is a huge, huge gap that's not being met. Just educating parents on what's going on. So let me move forward. So again, if you want to uh, send me an email, if you want to know more about uh, the direction that the show is going or provide feedback, I would love uh, to know. Uh, you can, can uh, send an email. Uh, you can go to my website at schoolwise.com. Uh, I want to talk about some of the shows that I'm going to talk about over the next 13 weeks. Uh, some I think that you'll find very interesting. And then I want to close on my last show for next week. Over the next 13 weeks, 
uh, we're going to talk about uh, my job as a host of Chalk Talk is to challenge your traditional notions of what you believe parent engagement is. Uh, my job is to empower, to inspire, to give you some concrete tools on what you can do to actually help your child. Um, here are some of the here are some of the shows that's coming up. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about academic role map for success. I have one for my daughter. I want to hear yours. I have for my daughter an academic roads map where I have navigated to the best of my ability without a crystal ball. What does K through 12 look like in American public schools? Parents, if you think that it's anything like where you were in school, you need to tune in and listen to next week. You must have an academic roadmap for success for your child. If you don't have one, you're leaving your child to be educated, inspired by a system that may not be that may not have the ability to do what it is that you want as a parent. So we're going to talk about and you're going to hear my academic roadmap for my own personal child. Uh, my roadmap is actually going to be divided over three shows. So the first show, uh, we'll have my first guest and we will talk about what does K through five look like? I'll give you a quick a snapshot of what that looks like. Uh, were you guys aware, America, were you aware that it is culturally acceptable for a fifth grader to have a cell phone now? Were you aware that that at that particular age, parents are now deciding what the age is to receive a cell phone? We're going to talk about those types of things. Um, middle school. We're going to talk about how do you navigate the middle school years. Middle school years are some of the most demanding years available because of the hormones, because of the technology. How do you get through middle school? Middle school is a scary, scary thought for a lot of parents because I hear from them all the time. Then high school. High school. Wow. High school is so very different now. We're going to break high school down. We're going to talk about the cultures uh, of high school. Uh, I have a show on nutrition. Uh, I'm amazed that more parents are not advocating to get rid of school lunch to improve school lunch. Next time you're in your child's school, go in the cafeteria and see what's being served. And I know what you're going to say that, hey, uh, Eric, we don't have a lot of money. We've got to do the best we can. I understand that. But we're going to have a person talk about that. We're going to have another person talk about homework. What's an appropriate amount of homework? Should it be 20 minutes a night, 40 minutes a night? Where does it vary? Parents need to have some parameters about homework. I hear that question all the time. Homework, homework, homework. Where do I get homework? How do I get help with homework? Standardized testing. Given race to the top. Standardized testing is not going anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. How can you be prepared for standardized testing? What are some tips that you can do? Should we put a lot of stock? Should we should we try to move to a place where we can grasp standardized testing? What do we do with standardized testing? It's not going anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. You as a parent, you need to become empowered on what to do with this standardized testing machine that we've all grown to be a part of. Uh, my favorite topic, uh, teacher parent conferences. How many of you know how to sit down and have an effective teacher parent conference? 
How many of you out there in America are clear on what you should ask? Should it be should it be just solely academic? Should it be social? Should we talk about is it appropriate to use other friends' names? How how do we do this? And again, I am amazed at at many of my friends, educated people, highly intellectual individuals. They go to the school system and they tell the parent what to do. We've got to change that. We've got to have some form of partnership in in this conversation. We've got we've got to have that. Um, next week's show, academic roadmap. Uh, I believe the next three shows will be well, should serve as a very, very strong foundation for you as a parent, regardless of where you are. If you have a, a friend or a family member who's struggling with something to do with public education, I'm probably going to touch on it some kind of way. You have to have an academic roadmap. You have to have some game plan as to what's going on. If you don't have that, you're playing on the responsive side, you're responding to the crisis. You want to get ahead of the crisis. You want to know how to already manage uh, the technology years. You want to know how to deal with the with the cell phone issues in high school. You want to be ahead of that. This starts from K through 12. So next week, I look forward to taking your calls. I look forward to answering any questions that you have from the previous show. And I'm hoping that you will find time to tune in next week to listen to Chalk Talk. And my final thoughts for tonight, which is the most important one that I plan on closing every night. Parents, it's your responsibility. Go out, be empowered. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us for Chalk Talk. Please join Eric Hamilton again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more of everything that parents should know about school.